it's interesting that you ask the question this way uh, because it implies uh, that the pandemic is this catalyst event uh, that causes change. Um, while uh, sitting here three years, actually almost literally three years since it started in March 2020, and really having this benefit and the blessing of a hindsight, um, one could think that the pandemic is just one of the events in life that shapes us. Um, it's, it's longer, it's more uh, unusual, it's definitely unprecedented and the one that we haven't been truly trained to um, react to. Um, but it is one of the events that shapes who we are, at least it shapes who I am, uh, and I believe that shapes the organization. Um, so I wouldn't want to believe that uh, my leadership evolves only because of the pandemic event. It's simply the leadership that evolves because um, as everything, it changes, it matures. If, uh, if I think of the company and how we have changed as a company, I, I would think that one is the change on the very sort of technical side of things, which is the change of the way we do business. Um, and that is very similar between us and everyone else. Uh, even this interview, normally you would have called me maybe, or we would have met somewhere. And now we didn't even, you didn't even offer me to meet you, right? It was so natural to do it over Teams. And we all felt comfortable with um, just setting it up the way we have done it. Um, but those are very, very technical, I would think, uh, changes in the way we conduct the business or we conduct ourselves. I think what is far deeper um, and that has been born out of the, um, the, the dramatic effect the pandemic had on how we all felt in those early days of lockdowns and this loneliness uh, that the pandemic has caused in all of us and detachment from work colleagues that was so unnatural and so sudden. Uh, it gave us permission to ask questions to one another that were far more personal than they normally would have been. And they were far more equalizing than they normally would have been between different levels of the organization. So if I think of how we changed in terms of um, this intangible exchange of information uh, and exchange of emotions between one another in the working environment, and possibly not only in the working environment, it comes from simply knowing more about each other and having this curiosity and also permission to ask those questions that might have been unheard of. Um, before the pandemic took place. I mean, it's an excellent point, Joanna. And I would say to some people who haven't been around as long as I have, when you look at just our own lives, 56 years in my, my, my case, that some of these historical things in, in the three years are really not that huge in some ways. In other ways, they might be, but... For instance, we're having a big conversation now about the corporation tax increases, which are coming down the line. But you look at corporation tax in the 70s, it was over 50%. So mm -hmm. everyone panics now. But to your point, um, it, it, it's an excellent one. I mean, as for pandemic, we went through the last three years. At some point, we started to see the light at the end of the tunnel. That's the right expression. And as I said, we, we've had excellent Q2s and Q3s across the board, and even full year 2022 is very good. Um, did leadership change as we started coming out of this period in, in a way that you conduct your teams and, and you look at new business opportunities and shape the group to get the growth that your shareholders and your, the C-suite 
demands and wants? What did change is is a phase of a crisis, right? Every crisis management book will will talk about the phases of crisis management. And um, if we were to roll back the clock to March 2020, um, and then maybe summer 2020, so the first green shoots, uh, and winter 2020, 2021, which was a big disappointment because it suddenly felt like it is all going back, and then summer 2021, and all those moments of time, we, we could have written a book about those phases of the pandemic and somehow how our leadership is changing, how we have been changing as leaders in the way we talk to our teams and the way we focused our teams and the way we focused our own attention uh, and our own efforts, uh, depending on where we were in the cycle. Um, it's, it's interesting that you make a reference to 2022 that you called the good year and indeed I also published the results and we talked about the year that exceeded our expectations. Um, this is simply it. This is the new reality. Trying to look back uh, and uh, and somehow imagining, in, in my view, that we can simply take those three years, put them on the shelf, and forget about them, and come back to 2019, is um, is not a strategy that I would adopt on so many levels. Be it in business, uh, but being it also far more broadly applying it to a travel industry or applying it simply to life, because there is there are things that have changed in us over those three years, not because of the direct impact of the pandemic, but because we simply started looking at certain aspects of life differently. We started, at least uh, me personally, but I think also we see it in consumer trends, a lot has been taken away from us. Um, And one was to talk about uh, the freedom that has been taken away uh, from us, the freedom of travel, the freedom of seeing one another, the freedom of seeing your family, the freedom of doing what you wanted. All that was talked about in the moment when it was happening. That was very dramatic and it was very sudden. But in hindsight, again, what it did teach us is that it can be taken away. Um, and because it can be taken away, there is a certain recognition in us of saying, okay, so I don't want this to happen anymore. I don't want to have the external event that takes it away from me. So the moment I can use life to the best possible extent, I will prioritize life and I will not wait. Um, or I will not put something um, forward just because historically I might have waited five years for my dream vacation. I won't do it anymore. I will just do it this year because God knows what's going to happen in five years. And that, and that desire to catch life sooner, uh, somehow paired with also the generation, generational shift of the generation, I think, whatever we call them now, generation X, the next generation that, um, that lives life faster and lives in a faster environment, the environment that exchanges information so much faster than maybe that you talked about the 70s or the generations in the 70s. All of it makes uh, the travel industry uh, so filled with demand that we keep seeing. Certainly, air, airlift's extremely expensive. Probably people are shifting their segments that they book for holidays. Uh, they might be taking um, two weekend trips plus a holiday year rather than three or four. Maybe the other way around. Maybe they're doing more. Um, you know, it certainly changed things. Um, I mean, in, in a vacuum, looking I mean, is it really, is it a danger to focus too much on the last three years in terms of what the future, you want the future to be for IHG or any in the hotel industry? Is is there 
do leaders need to look at an even bigger picture? If you ask me as a leader, I think that my responsibility is, uh, and I actually do it every week, I have a discipline of doing it every week on Friday afternoons of looking at what have I learned uh, over the week from pure leadership perspective. So what were the events of the week and what I shall retain from this week? And I write it down. Um, and the pandemic is a source of learnings that was beyond what we normally might be learning. Uh, but it was also quite restricted to a certain behavior and the reaction to a certain event. Um, and it's priceless. It's definitely an experience that's worth having as painful and hurtful and um, you know, one of those that we don't really want to remember about. But it is an experience that is strengthening my leadership. And I believe it's strengthening the leadership of so many other people. Um, but there is a lot that is not pandemic related, that is going on in parallel and it just happens to coincide. So for me, a good leader is one uh, that can lift uh, a view above what is here and now and what is the most talked topic on the first page of the newspaper and be able to balance the reaction for what where he or she is needed because this is what the team asks for and the team needs. And then this ability to lift, stay, stay there and think of how am I going to then impact the future from where we are starting. The generation that came into a hotel industry in March 2020, I certainly don't want to tar them all with the same brush. We hear things such as their ability to interact might be suffered a little bit because of this. Uh, do you see that or uh, I mean are, are people is it all to do with the culture of a company and the recruitment process for people coming in are just as able to pivot and change and be flexible as people who might be in, in the industry for years? I think you're asking far deeper question. You are asking the question about the social impact of the pandemic on those who entered the adult life uh, around 2020. Um, and I, I only can judge it by experience from my own siblings and from colleagues who I am meeting. Clearly, there is a social impact on all of us uh, because those social bonds have been, uh, have been sort of torn uh, for all of us. It must have been particularly difficult if you didn't have the social network before. I, I can only be empathetic about imagining entering a workforce in the world where you didn't start from the personal relationship, then you then bring to a screen, and then you mix a screen and a personal relationship. But if you start only on a screen, how, how unusual and unhuman uh, this experience must have been for this whole generation, not only in our industry, but in all other industries. So understandably, getting into the working space and, and finding one's adult place in the society was very different for this generation that might have been for me or for others. What I do see in the industry, and yes, I do think that there is a lot that IG can be proud of, and I am proud of leading the team uh, here in the UK, is the way you do it. Um, and it, it is all around having the sufficient level of empathy, compassion, care, and interest in, in the other to 
to do to, to shape the teams and to shape the culture of the team in such a way that embraces uh, the situation that this particular generation had found itself in. I think it's an excellent point. I hear that the industry perhaps is more human today. Even though we're a people industry, um, go back to my generation growing up, if you had any, I mean, the word mental health weren't even talked about. If you had a problem, you just, you know, the, tighten your belt or put your sh pull your socks up, et cetera, et cetera. So those things, the fact that we're in a culture, we're able to talk about that more and help people, it is a, a good thing for leading companies and for growth of companies, surely. Agree. And, and again, I think it's broader than, uh, than hospitality. We are very much people-oriented uh, industry. So cl clearly by, by mere nature of the industry, there is more conversations that happen in, in the hotels or that happen in a hotel company that there might be uh, in a different business. I think that what we are seeing, and that is uh, somehow a new reality, it's, it's a new era in the social or societal uh, development, is an ability to use, to find the words and to use the language to talk about oneself. Um, and be it a mental health issue, be it a regular health issue, be it anything what, what, uh, what an individual wants to express or wants to share with, with the others. We are just far more, first we have tools to share it far more easy, but also we have this um, interest in having those conversations with one another. And, and even the expressions that you have mentioned, it's interesting that the language carries expressions that uh, sort of in, in the pure linguistical, linguistical uh, aspect of them, those expressions are not very compassionate. They put a lot of responsibility on an individual and they rather put pressure on an individual. They do not talk about the group, the society, the company, the friendship group or the family helping someone to work through the issues that one might be experiencing um, to a change to a good now, how have you seen the last few years shape your own region the uk in terms of relationships with owners um portfolio increases i mean you you're adding a lot of product in in the uk and ireland <laughs> it's, a, it's a topic for whole another conversation how am i going to answer in, in, in sort of a bite-sized uh, conversation there is there's a few things worth uh, noting. One is um, for all of us, including of course our partnerships with with the owners here in the UK and Ireland, an experience like this creates a bond that's unique. Uh, it, it will be a subject of stories. It will be a subject of us sitting around the fireplace and reminiscing about how it was. Uh, but it also creates a bond of trust and the bond of shared history or shared memory that is adding a layer of um, of, to, to the relationship that might have been more business focused uh, before this event. Secondly, uh, thank you for recognizing that we, that we are indeed adding product, in our case, brands to the estate. It has been for us the time, you, you asked me about the leadership over those three years time, while we were dealing with a crisis, this also has been the time of strengthening our portfolio of brands. And you have seen it with the 100 vocal that uh, has been signed uh, or opened globally, with a vignette brand being launched during the pandemic and the first vignette being announced and opened in Europe 
and the first one uh, very, very soon, hopefully coming into the UK market. So there has been a lot going on, on top of besides dealing with the pandemic effect. Uh, and thirdly, again, you referenced that uh, the performance of 2022 surprised all of us, surprised also our owners in a positive way. But let's stay grounded. And that's possibly where sort of my, um, my, my message is to my team um, and my leadership style in the beginning of this 2020-23. Let's stay grounded in the reality that is still a reality that is not easy. Um, all the pressures that uh, we all know about uh, that, that put pressure on our owners and the return of their business, they are still around. None of it has eased. And possibly those pressures are actually more um, difficult to resolve than the pandemic event that was out of our control and that was by nature of it due to finish at a certain point, albeit we didn't know when. Uh, the, the inflationary pressure, the interest rate pressure, the energy uh, prices pressure, all this is, is a material challenge and it puts material strain uh, on our owners. And it is our responsibility to stay grounded in this reality um, rather than only focusing on the demand returning, that is, of course, uh, making us all feel more into, more hopeful about the future. That's an excellent way of, of answering that question I gave to you, which is huge, I, I understand. And I mean, it's interesting, isn't it, that the pandemic was obviously in some ways a very personal problem, although hopefully, you know, your families weren't affected, you weren't affected, etc. But the problems we're having now of energy inflation and costs and I mean it, it's it, it, almost even closer isn't it to people and we jump from what you know, we jump from a fire to a frying pan or the other way around what the expression is in some ways with these two back-to-back -back, um, um, you know uh, problems and obviously the geopolitical mess in some parts of the world etc so you know maybe lastly just my last question that I did send I mean we're very interested in knowing if you could, if a pandemic was to start tomorrow, what would you tell yourself if you had for three years of experience of, of going through a pandemic? What would you say to yourself and your teams? Uh, before I answer you, the clarifying point of this one, you mean another pandemic or you want me to imagine 2020? It, yes, imagine 2020. We never had a pandemic, but okay. you've experienced it. <laughs> Does that make sense? What would you tell yourself now? Um, um, I would tell myself, um, maintain calm and composure. Uh, it is uh, knowing what I know now and remembering what we knew in, in March 2020, it is going to be far longer than anyone could have imagined uh, at that point. Um, so staying calm and composed in in approaching how the, the months are going to, to unveil will be necessary because it's a long journey ahead.